Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to the Review of Death, your fortnightly home for Doctor Who news and reviews. I'm Matthew Toffolo and today I'm joined by Sylvester McCoy. No, it's Jonathan Toffolo, my brother who is kindly filling in for Billy Garrett John who is still in New Zealand, the lucky bugger. Um, Jonathan, hello. Hello. Uh, do you know Garonway by any chance? Do I know Garonway? Because uh, I, the... I've got a penchant for honey. That's why I'm here today. Right, lovely. Uh, I should have seen if we had any honey in the, uh, in the kitchen before uh, we started. We probably do somewhere. Um, hello. Hello. So for those who are listening on audio, I'm sorry again that you have to try and decipher which one of us is which. Uh, but for those of you watching on video, I think it's blatantly obvious <laughs> who, uh, who is who, because Jonathan's come dressed as Sylvester McCoy, your favourite doctor. Absolutely. Your favourite doctor. Absolutely. Um, in your very snazzy outfit. Thank you. Uh, very well done, very authentic. Thank you. Authentic to the point of, this is in fact a screen-used handkerchief. This is. Uh, that is the, the real McCoy, the as The real it McCoy, were. absolutely, yeah. Um, Screen used. So why have you decided to come in dressed like Sylvester McCoy? Because uh, you told me to. Yeah. <laughs> Simply, I wouldn't have done it otherwise. He just said, do it. So That's not 100% true. Oh, isn't it? Oh, okay. No, because when we decided the story on which we we're going to be talking about today, yes. you did turn around to me and say, should I get dressed up as Sylvester McCoy? Really? Yeah. And ah. I said, oh, yeah, that'd be funny. And then when I posted it on Twitter and then you asked to get, oh, and I said, you've got to do it. Yes. You were like, oh. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Any, I'm quite happy to, you know. Any opportunity for him to get dressed up as Sylvester McCoy, he will do it. Um, unfortunately, there's nobody in the office with us today. Or uh, fortunately, as the case may be. Oh, well, um, well, fortunately for you, unfortunately mm. for me, because I was really hoping that someone would come in and see him in the full regalia and think, what's this bloody lunatic doing? <laughs> Um, or maybe they wouldn't bat an eyelid in this office, you never know. No, hopefully not. Uh, so, you're dressed as a Vessel McCoy, so what story are we talking about today? Well, I've already given you a clue. You've already given us a clue, yeah. So, we're talking about Delta and the Bannerman. We the are. third story from season 24, Vessel McCoy's first season. Absolutely. Uh, which was from 1987, wasn't Correct. it? Correct. That was the year you became a Doctor Who fan. I was four years old. Four years old. So what, what time of year would this have been on? It would have been winter time, November-ish. Okay, so yeah, you were, you were, so you'd had your fourth birthday... In May. Today? Oh, yes, today, today is the 5th of May when this is going out. Yes, so correct. happy birthday. Thank you. How old are you? Uh, well, people will work it out because... 953. 953, yeah. Uh, well, two of those numbers right? are, in, are in your age? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll cut that. This is crit. Shit. Right, okay. Is it, is it 957, 953? 953. Okay, right, yeah, good. But yeah, he's meant to be the Sylvester McCoy yeah, fan. Yeah, cut this bit. No, no, I'm keeping it in. Just, uh, cut it, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got to stay in now. Um, so, before we get into Delta and the Bannerman, yes. let's do uh, our, our usual news. Hmm. segment. What, hmm. is, anything happened in the world of Doctor Who? Oh, not really. No, not really. Not these days. Well, you say that, but actually there's oh. a, a few little tidbits of things that oh, have come go, out. Oh, go on then. So, Doctor Who Redacted, as we mentioned last time. We did. Um, I have now listened to the first two episodes. Oh, episode three yes. has come out, but I've not listened to that yet. And your thoughts, Matthew Toffolo? Uh, without going in it too much, because I know this will be something Billy and I discuss at length. Uh, really, really good. Really good. It was something that I sort of dismissed as like, oh, okay, just another bit of flim flam alongside yeah. the, the main show. I actually wasn't going to bother listening to it. I thought, I'll give it a go. 
And honestly, you've enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed no, it. That's good. Um, it's very Russell T Davies Doctor Who. So if you like your very realistic characters and um, a bit more, I don't want to say soapiness to it, mm. but you know, more social realism to yeah. your uh, drama, uh, to your Doctor Who. Definitely give it a go. And how long are these episodes? They're about 20 minutes each. So okay, that's so quite a nice time. It's a nice time. Yeah. It's not like you're having to listen to a big finished story and it's yeah. like 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. You, you can just take a little snippet out of your day while yeah. you're doing the washing up or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good listen. There's okay. uh, lots of Easter eggs to other stories. I shan't spoil Well, we are in Easter at the moment, Easter period, so that's quite useful. That is quite useful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> the theology teacher in Theology here, yeah. Um, yeah, so Doctor Who Redacted, definitely give it a listen and... Like I said, Billy and I will be talking about that at some point in the future. Okay. Um, and then what else have we had? It was big finish day, uh, I think, last weekend or the weekend before. So between us recording. Uh, and the big announcement from that was that big finish have the license to 13th Doctor era characters, including the Master and the Fugitive Doctor meaning that we will be now be getting a master box set or a series of master box sets with Sasha Dewan and we will also be getting a series of Fugitive Doctor box sets with Joe Martin reprising her role hmm. as the Fugitive That'll Doctor. That would be interesting, particularly depending on how the next episode finishes with yes. her. If, she, if it's not very well, uh, you know, realised, perhaps... Yeah. Well, I mean, finish if, will... if, if she's in it at all, because we don't really know we if Joe Martin sure. is no, in it. I, I would assume that she is. Yeah. Um, to try I, and tie up that... Yeah, that whole yeah, arc. Yeah. Um, but again, as we've said on previous episodes of the podcast, that centenary special, if she is in it as well, mm. my God, that is getting very, very busy. Mm. Interesting that they've now got the license to do that. Mm. It does make me wonder how long it will be before Jodie Whittaker perhaps steps in and does some stuff. Oh, um, on audio. On yeah. audio. Uh, now that she's just going to be having a baby, yes. that might just be the sort of thing that she needs, she, she wants, wants to, to do. do yeah. Because it'll be like, well, I can work from home. Yeah. I can yeah. take an record. hour or two recording yeah. a Doctor Who. Absolutely. You never know. Mm. Mm. So that's interesting. Um, anything else? Or was that about it? Anything else? Anything else has happened? Well, off the back of the Fugitive Doctor, in that same vein, uh, we've got a Fugitive Doctor comic book coming out very soon. Uh, and that is supposed to tie in with all of the origins and oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, I think from what people have said or the description for the big finish stuff, it takes her audio adventures take place after the Fugitive of the Jadoon. So it's after the 13th Doctor right. finds her and gives her her memories back oh, yeah. and all that sort yeah. of stuff. So I don't know if it'll be delving too much into her time with Division and all that mm. stuff. Mm. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, or listen to, yeah. nonetheless. Uh, but then Chris Chibnall did a massive interview in DWM. He did, didn't he? Yes. This, this month, which was really interesting. Um, it was interesting to see how he talked about his time on the series, because I sort of got the impression that he, he sort of took the job because no one else was going mm. to take the job. And I think he sort of felt like, well... Begrudgingly. I don't know if no. it was necessarily begrudgingly. I think it was just like, well, if I don't do it, I'll probably regret it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't seem... I don't know. It didn't seem like he had necessarily a, a plan of what he yes. wanted to do if he ever got Doctor Who. I see. Other than, I'd like to cast a, a woman. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting to hear about where the timeless child stuff came from. That came from the fact that um, Christian was adopted, so he wanted an adoption storyline yeah. and... Uh, a little bit about, you know, what makes you you. Is it your parents mm. or is it, you know, your nature, upbringing? Nature, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was it was really interesting and it was fun to see, you know, oh, the stories of his that he wasn't so keen on, like the Battle of Rav's Core of Colossal, yes. whatever the hell that story is called, mm. um, which he said was not his favourite because it was a first draft that had to be filmed. Gosh, I mean, it's... It's incre incredulous thinking that the first draft made it on screen. Yeah, but but apparently wow. that isn't the first time it's happened. It's happened with like Russell, I think, really? and Stephen. I think their schedules are just so massively busy mm. and so hectic that they just sometimes these things happen. Yeah, because I guess they're not only writing their own scripts and doing all of the masses of other stuff that comes with that job. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, but then they're tidying up other people's scripts yes, and helping yes, other yes, writers. Yes, yes, yeah. So, yeah, it's a. It's a I think you, mm. know, you don't know the half of it, really. I think no. it's very easy for us to sit on oh, our sofa yeah, 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 yeah. sit on our leather sofa and yeah. just talk nonsense about mm. it. Um, yeah. 
So it was interesting. So yeah, definitely pick up DWM for this month if you're interested in seeing what Chris Chibnall has to say about his time on Doctor Who. It might be the only time he talks mm, about it now. Possibly. Um, before uh, the Rossi Davies era point two starts off. Um, Millennium Effects, who left Doctor Who with Series 12. Well, they're back, aren't they? They have announced yeah. that they're coming back for new Doctor Who. Um, Neil Gorton, I think, mentioned it on a Facebook group. Um, and he said uh, the second Doctor Who reboot is mm. how he referred to it. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, I guess that kind of channels in with what we were thinking, that this new era of Doctor Who would be a bit more like Series 1. Yeah. Very much back to basics. Mm. Stripping all, not stripping all the continuity, but not mm. continuity heavy. Yes, yeah. Um, because, you know, even the Chris Chibnall stuff has been quite continuity yeah, laden. Yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of like Cybermen, Daleks, Antarans, mm. Gallifrey, t- Timeless Child stuff. Yes. So, yeah, lots of stuff. And wasn't there a magazine uh, that came out recently all about the figures, the toys? There's a, magazine, there's a magazine that has come out about but the figures. But don't bother getting it because they never asked Matt to do anything and it's crap. Yeah, they never, <laughs> never asked. I was not asked uh, to contribute, yeah, which yeah. was quite, quite sad. Mm. But, uh, never mind. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's, that's the Doctor Who news roundup. Oh, and I think season 22 might be coming out next month. Ah. In, no, well, we're in May now, we're in May we? now, so yes. June. Uh, so possibly. So it is next month. Yeah. Um, hopefully, anyway. They, they, delayed, they, isn't it? Has it been delayed? It was delayed. I think it was supposed to come out in March. And is that it's COVID-rated just, stuff? I think possibly, so, yeah. and all that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, hopefully June or July, mm. we should finally be getting our lovely Season 22 box sets okay. in the post. Good. Uh, but now, let's travel back mm. to Wales. 1987. So, Jonathan. Yes. Seeing as you were a little baba, I was when when this was on. Yes. Tell me what you remember about this story. Well, 1987. Well, I didn't know I was four. I didn't remember much from 1987, but I do remember this story. I remember I remember watching it. Um, Where would you have watched this? At home or at, at home? Uh, yeah. Yeah, at home. Um, and certain bits stand out to me more than others. Okay. The other bits, you know, I remember the Bannerman. Being quite cool, I quite enjoyed yeah. them. Um, and um, sticking their tongues out, sticking their tongues out, yeah. And um, the cliffhanger to episode two, I remember that one quite vividly. You know, when he comes down the steps. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I remember that one. I know it's not a particularly good cliffhanger, but for some That's reason, for some reason, it sticks in my mind. That that thought. Maybe as a four-year-old, I thought, "Oh, crikey, they're going to shoot him." Yeah, you know, you can only hope. <laughs> it's um, a very dangerous point on the end of this story. Yeah, right, okay. Um, uh, so, uh, oh, okay, interesting, because you know, you would think that you would probably remember episode one more with the green baby and the. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I do remember the, that as well. Obviously, that was quite uh, yeah. interesting. Good effect, yeah. actually. It is a good effect. Um, uh, so, usually, what happens in this segment, Billy will always turn around to me and say, Right, what was the number one hit single of oh. 1987 at that time? No idea. And then what was the number one film at the box office? No ideas? No. Haven't got a clue. Haven't got a Scooby? Nope. Well, I had a quick look and I can also tell you I haven't got a freaking clue. So uh, in the box office for around that time, UK box office, was a film called White Mischief. Never heard of it. No, it's got Charles Dance in it from right. Game of Thrones. Really yeah. good. Um, and then UK number one was You Win Again by the Bee Gees. Really? Mm. Okay. Which I was quite surprised for 1987, but... Okay. Were they still making music then? I have no idea. No, no, but there we are. That, that was that little segment, uh, completely butchered. <laughs> um, what was in the charts in terms of video games? I don't know, probably Super Mario. Mario, I would the, have thought on back the NES, then. Probably. On the NES, yes, yeah. Um, would you have had a NES by then? 87, possibly. Four years old, really? Oh, I don't know, maybe I was a was bit older. Was it yours or was it Paolo's? No, it was mine. Okay. Yeah, Dad bought it for, for, for me. Um... Yeah, because you weren't around. Uh, <laughs> no, I so was, it was for me. I was not around. Uh, yeah, I reckon then, or maybe the following year, maybe when I was five, perhaps, we got the NES, but it was around that time. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, it's so weird to think that, you know, at one minute you're playing your NES, the other, mm. later on you're watching Doctor Who. Yeah. Like, live. Live, as it's yeah. Happening. yeah um, right. And the NES is new. Yes. You know, is a new console. Brilliant. Gra- graphics yeah. are all cutting edge. They were compared to, like, Pong. Yeah, well, yeah. Bonkers. Which is a good game, by the way. Oh, Pong's a classic. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to talk about Pong. No, we're not, no. no. Uh, so, because that is obviously your era yes. of Doctor Who, what do you think of the title sequence for Sylvester McCoy's era? I really like it. But, I mean, obviously, you, I'm probably going to say that. But, I, I, you know, it just stood out to me at the, at the time. Yeah. 
And even now, I still think it's quite a, a good retro type of, you know, title sequence. I like the, the music, the sound of it, yeah. the look of it. Yeah. I, I really like it. I know some people hate it. I was going to say, I mean, I completely agree with you. I love the... Because uh, it's the same, like, seeing it as a, as a kid, you know, I always loved it. Because mm. it was so energetic. Yeah. And it was like a real roller coaster ride it through was. the stars. Whereas, you know... The, the more traditional title sequences are just the time mm. tunnel. This just and they're great as well. Obviously, don't get course, me wrong. Yeah, they're, they're the original classics. classic. Yeah. Um, but there was just something exciting. Yeah, and, just different, wasn't it? Yeah, and I guess the up-tempo music as well. Yeah, different um, key. Different key, yeah, much to Delia Derbyshire's yeah. dismay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really love it. And I, I, I love Kef's mm. rendition of the yeah. theme. I know some, some people say it's the worst version of the theme. And I mm. think that is... Completely yeah, I don't wrong. agree with I that. I don't agree with that at all. No. Um, keeping on the theme of Kef McCulloch, mm. his uh, score for this story. Yeah, really good. Really good, it isn't it? It just fits in so well with, yeah. the, with the era. I mean, obviously, it's got that 80s synth quality to it because, yes, you know, it's all that's... composed on his Yamaha yeah, yeah. and his synthesizers. Um, but, but the feel of the 50s is there, isn't it? Very yeah. much so. Yeah. There's a real a rock, and roll rock and roll vibe. Um, even with stuff like bespoke music composed, here's to the future, yeah. music at the end. Yeah. Uh, it just really, I think this, the, the, the soundtrack for me encapsulates the feel good nature of this story. Mm. Now I have gone on record many times saying that season 24 is my least favorite yeah. season of Doctor Who. Yeah. Mm. Do you mean even including modern day Doctor Who or do you mean of the classics? Of the classics, it is my least favourite season of Doctor but not Who. Not of including modern Doctor Who. Surely now, not. I would have said once upon a time that season twenty-four was my least favourite season altogether. Interesting. Not now though. Okay. Because I think seasons like season eleven, uh, series eleven, sorry, like Judy Whitaker's first series. Yes. I don't think that's very good. No. So. I get more enjoyment, even from a story that I dislike, like Paradise Towers. Yes. When we watched the season 24 Recently. box set together, yeah, yeah. I actually sat down and thought, you know what? Although this is ridiculous. There's mad stuff in it. And, and, I, and I say that as well, don't get, get me wrong. I, yeah. I agree, there are mad bits in it. You know? And, and, you know, and it's a bit crap. I'm enjoying it. Mm. I can switch my brain off and yeah. just go, well, it's good fun. And they're having a good time and they're enjoying they're it. They're having a yeah. good time. Like even Time in the Rani. I know people really uh, go hard on mm. Time in the Rani, but um, I don't think Time in the Rani no, is I, that bad. No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, that was the first tour I ever watched. Yeah. And it it grabbed my attention. Yeah. And kept me going. Here I am now, you know, 40 years later. Not quite, but nearly. Just like a sad git. Just like an idiot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you are. That's a parental uh, warning. warning. Don't watch Time in the Rani. No, otherwise uh, end up like me. A sad, lonely bastard. <laughs> Do play. Uh, I'm not editing out. Um, so let's let's start at the beginning of the story. We, yes. We kick off mm. this this episode. Are you not going to ask me first? Do I like the story, like overall, whether we like it generally before we go into bits and pieces? Well, we can do. Do you like the story? I do. I think it's a very good story. Yeah, I also really like it. Yeah. Um, I know, again, lots of people don't like it. Lots of people don't like it. Um, um, but yeah, yeah I, I've. I think it's a, a good little romp. It's a good little romp. And it's always been my favourite out of this season. I know it has for you, yeah. Uh, which I know some people will probably be shocked because they'll probably think, well, what? You've got Dragonfire yeah. in that season. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I'm, I've never been that keen no, I know on you haven't. Yeah. Dragonfire. But this one is just, it's just good fun. Mm. It's just good fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's done well, isn't it? I it's think, done as well. very well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a nice production. Mm. Um, it looks it looks pretty good. swish. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. There's, there's a few... Bits here and there. Well, yeah. But that's par for the course with any Doctor Who story. Some good explosions. Some fantastic explosions. Mm. And so speaking of explosions, mm. the story kicks off with a really good action sequence, it does. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that really gets you it does. into the into the action of the story. The music's good as well, that um, yeah. from Kef in that opening scene. Yeah, um, good bit of quarry action. Yeah, the quarry um, action. The, good, the, the guy dies falling off the quarry. Yeah, off the, off the, off the, top, the top of the, of the cliff. cliff. Yeah. Um, um, and you've got like you know stuff like the spaceship looks mm, really good. It does look good. Uh, yeah. You know, there's some good model work here. Um, and even later on, when you've got the satellite coming out of the NASA rocket yes, or whatever, yes. that all looks really good. Yeah, um, yeah, for the time, doesn't it? For, for the time, well, yeah, yeah. It still stands up today. Yeah. And especially stuff like the sequence where the TARDIS rescues the bus. Mm. That oh, I love really that good. one with the light, the, the beam. The little, yeah, that, the that beam, is good. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very good. Yeah. Um, 
So, and stuff like the, the makeup on the Shimmerons. Mm. I don't think JNT was particularly pleased with it, but oh. we, we saw it the other day and we thought, actually, this we looks alright. too bad, was it? Yeah. Um, they kind of look like uh, the little green toy soldiers. They do. That you can, yes, yeah, you they, should be able to get. I yeah, they like from Toy Story. Like from, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was intentional or mm, don't know. just some weird thing, but... Yeah. Uh, we're also introduced to our main villain uh, at the start of the episode, yes. Gav Rock, as yes. played by Don Henderson, yeah. who plays him fantastically oh, he's, well. He's great, isn't he? Yeah. He is yeah. so good because he doesn't ham it up no. at all. He doesn't, no. He plays it straight, doesn't he? He plays it dead yeah. straight, does, which is yeah. what is needed. You know, And I think this is why, in contrast, a story like Paradise yes, Towers where it's doesn't up. work. Yeah, yeah. Because I think Paradise Towers is obviously so camp and ridiculous mm. Then when you have your baddie also being camp and yeah. ridiculous, yeah. the threat is just diminished. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but here, it balances it out. It does, and you yeah. feel like the threat is, is genuine. Mm. And of course, Kane plays it straight as and well. And Kane plays it straight as well. So I think that's... Yeah. And, and to be fair, even the Rani yes. plays it straight. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know it's all daft to dressing up like yes. Mel and yeah. stuff. But, you know, it is still... There, there is an element of yeah. villainy there and is. menace. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you don't have... Malevolence. You, you get that yeah, sense, you, don't you? Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. It, it doesn't feel comical no. in the same way as Richard, Richard Bryan yeah. is going, oh, yeah. 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 yeah, and all that stuff. Uh, so he, he's great. Um, Don, Don Henderson, of course, mm. being in Star Wars, a new Yes, home. Red Dwarf. And Red Dwarf as the simulant in Correct. that Crichton episode. Yeah. Uh, I never get invited to parties. <laughs> um you got the part, by the way. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, and that bit when he's eating the meat as well. Oh, it's yeah. fantastic. I think that was his... I think the hands, were they not his idea to have the hands oh, webbed? webbed. Yeah, that's that was really his cool. idea as Yeah, well, the hands perhaps. look awful. They do. Um, yeah. It's really good because, yeah. you know, it's not... It's just subtle enough to mm. make him feel alien. It is, yeah. Um, yeah. Much in the same way that the Bannerman, you know, they look humanoid, but mm. then they stick their tongues out yes, and they and look like they've been eating... And like, they're red, aren't they? Yeah, it looks yeah. like they've been licking... Like, lollipops. Lollipops, yeah. Um... Yeah, Bannerman. Do you think they're a good threatening baddie? Well, they're okay. They're not fantastic, are they? No, they're a bit hopeless. They're like, a bit compared hopeless. to him. No, because they're, they're very different, really, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised he doesn't kill him all and do it all on his own. He'd, be quite, he'd probably do it much better. He'd do it much really? better, would really, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, um, so he, he, he's really good. I think he mm. really roots the story. He does, in a way. yeah. Then we've got uh, the introduction of. One of the guest casting choices of J&T that mm. got a lot of criticism yeah. back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And that is Ken Dodd as the Tom um, master, master yeah. at the spaceport. Ken Dodd. Saw Ken Dodd at the Hippodrome. We saw Ken Dodd live, yeah. yeah. He was very good. Brilliant, wasn't he? Absolutely he was brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. He was so Gosh, good. Gosh, he did that show for hours. Yeah. On his own. I'm not sure whether he had a supporting... Nope. He didn't, did he? And it was... Well, he said you never get out of the theatre. That's when yeah, he was running, was running jokes, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was like half ten. It was ridiculous. You always got your money's worth. Yeah. yeah. Always got brilliant. your money's worth. He was brilliant. Um, he was so good. And what did you... Th I mean, obviously, for you as a kid, mm. it wouldn't have really no, it wouldn't. mattered no. who it was because you were yeah. so small you wouldn't have known he was yeah. Ken. Yeah, I mean, and he was only in it briefly, isn't he? Yeah. You know, fine. I mean, I didn't really think much of it, to be honest. You know. No. I mean, I think he does it quite well. I think he does it very well. Um, and, you know, he, you know, he's got a little twinkle in his eye, hasn't he? You yeah. Know? And he's, I mean, the death scene, obviously, is a bit over the top. Um, well, I think... And obviously, hence, that's see, why they cut. Yeah, I think you if know. you see the extended version on the Blu-ray, yeah. the death scene is rather ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but where they cut it, I think it it's works fine. fine. It works fine where they cut it, yeah. Yeah. I really don't understand the criticism. I think it was probably just this thing of... Well, you're getting in these people you're just getting, to try yeah, and get you the know, show some publicity, as it were. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. I think he was very good casting yeah. Yeah, for yeah. that part. Yeah, um, yeah he, he, he really does it very well. Mm. Um, and so the Doctor and Mel win their trip to Disneyland. They do. Going back to 1959. Mm. Unfortunately, mm. it all goes a bit tits up. It so does. we've got uh, another alien race. Well, we've got the Shimmerons, the mm. green... Soldier men, uh, led by Delta, the titular Delta, uh, who has mm -hmm. run off with an incubator. Yeah. Um, and then we've got, and this is this is interesting, and I hadn't thought about this. So the incubator has the egg yes. in it. Yeah. Uh, and my girlfriend said this yesterday when we were talking about it. She said, "Who's the daddy?" Yeah. I mean, that's not. 
alluded to, is it? No. And and the guy... Not the guy who gets killed. Well, I said maybe it's the guy who gets killed. But it's beginning. weird. He turns around to her and says, here, take this, being the incubator. Mm. That's a bit like... I mean, I guess they're trying to save the surprise that there's a baby. There's a baby inside it, yeah. Uh, but it just feels a bit weird. Mm. Take this. Yeah, true. Um, because I said, well, maybe they're shimmerons. Maybe they don't have fathers. Maybe they're... Yes, you, you know, did say that. It's possible. Um, but... Then later on at the, at the end of the story, Billy does say that they need a male... To continue the to race. To continue the race. So, so therefore, one would assume they do procreate in some strange way. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a, a weird tangent there. But, Before uh, we go on, we should say that when the Doctor comes out of the TARDIS... Oh, Christ, here we ...in go. this scene, <laughs> yeah. we see this for the first time. He's holding up his brolly people yes. on uh, Spotify. He's um, always wanging. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we see his question mark umbrella for the first time, because obviously the first two stories he doesn't have the question mark umbrella. He has the other, the wooden umbrella in Paradise Towers, of course. Bamboo, yeah. The bamboo one, but he has this one from this story, and hence when the door opens, you don't see the Doctor first, you see the brolly uh, come out first. I think that was probably um, intended to show, ah, oh, this is a new prop. But it wasn't the finished prop, of course, because the end of the brolly was not painted red in this story. It mm. was still plain. It wasn't until the following story, uh, Dragonfire, Dragonfire, when it was finally painted red. So it was not quite finished in that story. Wow. So I, mean, I hope our listeners and viewers feel... You can rest easily now. Yeah, feel you can rest tonight. by that information. Yeah, yeah, I've got more tidbits to come, don't worry. Oh, God, OK. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so speaking of brollies, mm. he uses it as a... As a extra prop, doesn't he, in uh, Inside the TARDIS? He does. And of course, that seems very interesting because that wasn't actually filmed for this... Well, it was filmed Block. for this one. But it, yes, it was filmed during Dragonfire. Yeah. And we know that because the body end is red and also because the chain is the other way around in that story. Oh, is that why you're wearing That's it like this today? That's why I'm wearing this today? it for this story. Oh, so in, the, oh, okay. in, in Dragonfire, it's that way around, and, and you see that in that scene, so that's why. Oh, very nice, yeah. very nice. Uh, and uh, while I'm on costumes, might as well just carry on, really. Um, <laughs> we, this is also the first story that we know that he's actually wearing a, a tank top, a pullover, because in the first two stories, he doesn't take his jacket off, but in this story, at the dance, of course, he does, and we know that it's actually a tank top and not a jumper. Hmm. Does anybody care? Nobody except me in the whole world, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we go. So if you were knitting your jumper in 1987 and you were foolish enough to have added sleeves yes. and then you tuned in for Delta and the Bannerman episode one yeah. and saw him without his jacket on, you'd have gone, oh, God, I've added sleeves to this bloody thing. I've got to take the sleeves uh, off. Take the sleeves off. Uh, well, thank you just for, thought I'd just for add that. Just a little bit of information. Um, I'm sure the people listening uh, find it fascinating. Mm. Uh, if you do, please leave a comment below. And let us know. Uh, <laughs> otherwise, just tell us, tell us to shut him up. <laughs> don't worry. I, this is my last one now. So Billy's back next time. So you'll be fine. Normality resumes. Normality resumes, uh, yeah. Until we drag you back for something else. Yeah. Um, oh, Lord. So we've got the other aliens in this story. The uh, purple blobby. Yes. Uh, oh, God. What are they called? Um, the... This is bad. We only watched it yesterday. Yes. Um... The n- Navarones. Navarones? No. <laughs> Guns of Navarone. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, R- Novinos. No. Look it up. Oh, God. This is really bad. This is really well, bad. We won't put all this in, will we? Oh, we might, we might do, because it's quite funny. Is it? Uh, what are they called? It shows we're fallible. Shows, yeah, it shows we're something. Delta and the Bannerman. We were paying attention when we watched mm. this story. Delta and the Bannerman, they are called... I'm sure something like Navarones or something. It is something like that. Oh, that's what I said. What did you laugh at me for then? Well, because that's the, that's the cowboy film. The Guns of Navarone. Yes, I know that. It's the Guns of Navarone! Yeah, thank you, uh, Rick Mel. Um, oh, fuck me. Plot. Here we go. da 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 Navarinos. Ah, oh, so close. So, yeah, Navarinos. Okay, okay Navarinos. so we've got the blobby Navarinos who have disguised themselves yep. as human beings on this uh, Nostalgia Tours trip, which yeah. I think is a great concept. It's good, isn't it? I think that's really clever. it's fun, isn't it? And different. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's yeah, nice to think that every human being, in, or most of the human characters in this story, or extras, are all purple blobby or, or, aliens. Yeah, correct, yeah. And I think it's great, you know, they've got the bus that's souped up t- to travel through space. Yeah. It's really fun. It's so Doctor Who. Mm. I think it's so Doctor Who to have the, the familiar, mm. but it's alien, and yes. all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Very, very good. Uh, and then, of course, they are uh, they, they run into some trouble by smashing into a satellite on mm-hmm. their travels. Yeah. And um, Doctor saves the day. The Doctor saves the day. 
And so they don't land in Disneyland. They land in true Doctor Who fashion in Wales. Shangri-La holiday camp. Yeah. Uh, Barry Island, isn't it? Is it Barry Island I'm, where it was shot? Possibly. Um, I somewhere like that. Yeah. Uh, little did they know that would be the home for Doctor Who for wow. the 21st yes. century. Interesting, yeah. Isn't that really yeah. funny? Yeah. Uh, and again... What a perfect setting mm. for great. a Doctor Who story. Yeah. You know, very British, mm. obviously very of that of period. The time, yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the time, yeah. Very yeah. popular, weren't they? Very yeah. popular. Yeah. Um, although when we were watching it, we both said, my God, couldn't think of anything worse than being somewhere like that. Oh, we said that, yeah. yeah. Um, but funny to think, like, you know, our parents or grandparents yes. probably Did, yeah, might absolutely. have holidayed at a place yeah, yeah. not dissimilar to mm. that. Um, poor them. Then we get introduced to some of the other characters. Uh, who make this story even more colourful. Yeah. So we've got Burton, yes. the holiday camp. Yeah. Uh, the guy who runs the holiday Played camp. Played so well. Played fantastically yeah. well. I yeah. didn't take down the actor's name, but he is so good. Mm. He's brilliant. Mm. Uh, also joined by John Nathan Turner's dog, Pepsi. Yeah. Um, making one of several appearances in Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very, very good getting him in there. Then we're introduced to Billy. The uh, the mechanic, yeah, uh, who helps out to try and helps try and fix the bus. Yeah. Quite how he manages to this alien technology. Yeah, yeah. A, bit, <coughs> a bit weird, but you know he he muscles through. Yeah, uh, and then we have our companion who isn't a companion, but might have been a companion. Yeah. We've got Ray. Yes. So let's talk about Ray a little bit. Hmm. What do we think of Ray as a potential companion? She's um, she's a biker girl. Hmm. She's Always equipped with her bag of tools. Mm. That's her little gimmick. Mm. Uh, yeah. What What do we think? She's like Ace, basically, isn't she? She is a, a bit bit <clears> of an Ace. <throat> yeah. Um, yeah. Rather than Nitro Nine, yes. she's got a, a, a toolkit. That seems to be a a running theme with um, Andrew Cartmel's would be companion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got this with Ray. Mm. You've got. Ace with her Nitro 9. Yeah. And then I think with the other companion that would have taken over in season 27. Yeah. Um, Rain, I think her name was. Uh, she would have been a safe cracker. So one ah, would assume she would okay. have had a kit that would have yes. allowed her to access break safes. into things. Yeah, and yeah. All that sort of stuff. A bur burglar's kit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. Though. It is interesting. All of the ca all of his, those companions would have had a little gimmick. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's just a little something to... And strong and, women as well. And strong women isn't too. He's trying, to, um, you know, he's trying to get away from the tripping over, you very know, very much screaming. so. Um, Sylvester McCoy's doctor, I don't think people say this enough, mm. but Sylvester McCoy's doctor is a bit of an action man, isn't he, really? He is. Because he rides the motorbike in this story. Yeah. He rides survival. the motorbike in survival. He gets in that go kart thing in, in Happiness Patrol. Happiness Patrol. Uh, he drives the van in uh, Members of the, the Daleks. He's a bit of an action man. People think mm. that, you know, he's just a funny little man in a yeah. straw hat. Yeah. But, you know, he has his moments. He does his moments. Yeah, um, he does, yeah. Which is really cool. I like that because, it, again, it just presents all these different facets to yeah. uh, a character whose appearance you would not assume yes. them to do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's just a, a, a little side bit. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I think it would have been interesting having Ray aboard the TARDIS. It would have been, yeah. Um, you know, she would probably would have been learning how to do stuff to the TARDIS. Possibly. Fix the console yeah. and all this sort of stuff. She'd have been really interested. I think she'd have been really good mm. fun. Mm. Um, yeah, and I think the, the actress who plays her does, does a good uh, job. Does a really good job. Does a good job. Uh, particularly in and the And you feel so sorry for her, don't you? You do feel sorry for because her. Because of the, the love of, for Billy, you know. Yeah, it's that unrequited, unrequited love. love. Yeah, um, you, know. you know. Yeah, Billy's a bit stupid, isn't he, really? Because here he's got this Pretty yes. girl who really likes him. She, yeah, yeah. She know, adores she him. Adore, yeah, adores yeah. him. She has all the same interests. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, and he's just sort of he's, smit see he's smitten by um, this alien lady. Yeah. Um, yeah. So shout out to to, to Ray. Mm. Uh, why doesn't she come back in a big finish box set? She would be a good character to bring back. With they the should yeah. do a Ray, not necessarily a box set, but they should go back yeah. to Shangri La. However see many what years she's up later, to. Yeah. what would it be? 40 years? No, it's not 40. Is it 40 years? What, now, present day? Yeah, like, how is it? would it be 40 years for that actress since you last played the part? Getting on 30-odd, wouldn't it? 30-odd years. Mm. So, what was it? 59, 69, 79, 89. Oh, my God, it'd be, like, the period when she actually recorded it. Yeah. It'd be, like, late 80s. Yeah. Late 80s Ray. What's she up to? Mm. Do it. That'd be good. She probably runs her own, like, mechanics workshop or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't say that. Give someone ideas. Yeah. And 
writes it for Big Finish. <laughs> um, yeah, but shout out to her. And the yeah. way that she says ionized. She loves that word, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, he, it's good. He's been ionized. Yeah. He was ionized. Yeah. Um, she likes that one. Yeah, very good. Delta. Yeah, mm. let's talk about Delta. Mm. The titular Delta. Mm. Uh, she's a bit shit. <laughs> That's why I put in my notes. Yeah, she's not the greatest actress, is she? She's no. not overly believable. No. She's a bit wooden. Isn't yeah. She has a character. Yeah. She's a nice looking lady and very striking, you know, and she, yeah. you oh, know, you can the princess. See why yeah, you can see why she was Billy, chosen. Billy, yeah. Uh, you know, she caught Billy's eye. Um, mm. Maybe he's got a thing for women with slightly green pallor to their skin. Possibly. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, she's aloof, isn't she? Yeah, she's aloof. She's aloof. She is. And, you know, that's clearly his, his, his thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's drawn to that, yeah. He's drawn to that type of girl. Mm. Uh, they have a nice dance. That's good fun. Yes, Kef they do. Kef is in the band. Kef's in the band, which, which is lovely. Is good fun. Yeah. Uh, Billy does a bit of singing. Sylv does a bit of dancing. With his pullover. With his, with his pullover. Not dancing with his pullover. No, not, no, no, not with his, yes. Just his pullover on. Um, not, not just a pullover on, he's got other clothes on his <laughs> well, trousers, yeah, I think so. Um, it's, it's just a family show, so <laughs> put your kecks back on. Um, oh dear. Yes, uh, now why does, why does Delta run away from the dance? I forgot. Um, she off. Mel follows her. Mel's, Mel shares, because they all get split up. Mel yes. shares a room with Delta. She does. And she's, she says to the doctor, doesn't she? Like, Ray runs something. off because she's sad because... He sings, He's singing, why do fools fall in love correct, to Delta. To Delta. So then the Doctor follows Ray. Yeah. Um, Delta that, buggers off, doesn't Delta she? Delta goes off as well, does she? I, I can't remember. Yeah. Delta goes off. Mel pursues Delta. Or right. does Mel just go back to the chalet? chalet perhaps, and, perhaps, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyhow, then we have the cliffhanger to episode one, mm. which is, first of all, a green baby being hatched from an egg. Yeah, which looks really good. It does look really good. I'm very impressed with that. Yeah, what's that again? effect? That puppet's really good. That puppet is excellent. Yeah. It's quite it's scary, actually. It is quite scary. As a little kid, yeah. you see that happening. And you, you could you used to be able to get those babies. Did you? Could you? On, on eBay, I remember. Really? Yeah, you could get yourself a, a shimmer on baby. Right, okay. Um, oh, sorry, you mean like a, a mock-up prop? Yeah, prop. Oh, I see, right, okay, I thought you meant, yeah, okay, fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a real one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, do, I didn't mean that. Um, yeah, you, they, were, they were quite easy to come by. I've seen a few people with yes, Shimron babies I've, I've, I've in their seen them, yeah. collection. Never yeah. fancied a Shimron baby no, for your no. Seventh Doctor collection? No, I'm all right for, for the time being. Yeah. I've got right. other things I need to get first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that, yeah, that does look really good. Apparently the effect took hours to set up. I bet it did. Uh, and I think, I read it in, I think it was in DWM. They said that the, the props man were so pissed off with it that after they'd finished recording the scene, they kicked it. Oh no. They booted it down the bloody field of, you know, the, oh. the park because they were so sick of it. Wow, so the original prop doesn't exist anymore? It doesn't anymore. exist anymore, no. Uh, much to the shame. disappointment of the... Of, it was um, oh gosh I forget the the names of the people who sculpted it, um, mm. but they're they're very nice. Oh um, gosh. Yeah, and uh, yeah I think they were a bit a bit annoyed that I'm that happened. Sure they were, yeah. Um, and then of course there's a bit of a double double jeopardy double jeopardy story, story yeah because, uh, cliffhanger sorry yes. because then you've got the um, bounty hunter who finds Silv yeah because Silv sneezes. And uh, I won't sneeze now for you. And yeah. um, uh, good, good, good television sneeze. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and uh, gives himself away with Ray, of course. Yeah. And what were they up to? Well, she was hide- fumbling around in the blankets. Fumbling around in the, in the, in the yeah in the blankets. Yeah. Um, he did it right for himself there. So he, he did well. And, um, <laughs> and of course, this bounty hunter comes along and uh, he's going to kill them both. He's going to yeah because he doesn't just kill for money. No, he kills, he kills for, for pleasure. pleasure. Yeah. He does yeah. Um, Brummy alien as well. Brummy alien, yeah, that's uh, good. But his blue suede shoes. Blue suede shoes. That's Excellent. a good gag. That's when, a very good gag. When Gavrock kills him and yeah. it's just his blue suede shoes left I like behind. that. That's, that's good. That's good fun. Yeah. Um, it must have been a hell of an explosion to knock out the pair of them, though. I would just, yeah. Well, they were in quite close proximity, weren't they, to him, to be honest? They weren't like true. miles away. Is, they were quite true. in yeah. that little yeah. store cupboard they were in the area. And that is, of course, the first time we get Ray's wonderful delivery of yeah. ionised. Yeah. Well, the doctor says it first, of course, isn't he? He, use, then, he uses the term and then she then repeats it. Infinitum, you know. So. <laughs> um, and of course, Billy then walks in and sees not Billy Garrett John. No, but, no, no. Uh, he's Billy, in New Zealand. Still. He's in New Zealand. Uh, Billy walks in on little little Babby. Yes. Now, but this is still the puppet at this point. This is, so it's still the little. It's still the puppet still hatching little, out. Yeah, yeah. Still a little creature, 
And or in her arms, maybe. It's in her stage. arms, yeah. isn't it? He's there with his flowers. He's yeah. slipped his hair back. He's, hair, there, he's like, all ready to go. He looks like John Travolta. He in does Greece. look like John Travolta. He, in he goes, in sees and it, and is a bit shocked, but then is quite quickly she, accepting of. Yeah, you know, she said just, child. She just turns around and says to him, "You know, we need to if, talk." Yeah, something like that, isn't it? Yeah. If, yeah. And is he probably the most accepting man in the universe? I think probably, yes. Because I think most men would have seen that and either... Ran away, sh I think. Scream, shit their pants yeah. and ran away, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah but clearly he's, he's clearly got the hot for he's, her. He's into much, her, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he really um, is into he's her. He's into that weird shit. Yeah. Green, green alien babies as well. <laughs> um, uh, oh, this is interesting. Go on. I've put it in my, my thing mm. about room 101. The doctor is in... Well, I picked that up, didn't I? Yeah. He's in room 101. I mean, maybe it's, you know... Just coincidence, but yeah. I thought interesting that they put me in room 101, that shallow, you know. Yeah. You either love him or hate it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the thoughts of people, Doctor Who at the time from people. Yeah, because we were going to look up, was room 101 Yeah, I on? think. I don't know whether the programme was on it then. I wouldn't have thought so. But, but I could was be wrong, the idea of, of room 101 as a concept? I assume that... that was still around, but I... I don't know. Who knows? Interesting. Mm. We haven't really talked about the sort of secondary plot to this whole story. Oh, yes. With the two... The satellite and the US two... US agents, yeah. yeah. So two very good actors. Yeah. Um, One of whom was a big Hollywood actor. The, yes. Uh, he, I forget his name. Weismuller. Yeah. He was the big character. The character, yeah. Uh, yeah, he uh, was a big Hollywood actor, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in Days Gone By. He and was, so, and he was also in... Um, da, 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 who Framed Roger Rabbit. He was in that good film, yeah, you're yeah. right. He, he gets... Uh, Smooched by um, Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit, yeah, yeah, he does, that's right. Um, so, yeah, so to get him, interesting. And of course, you see the TARDIS as well, you saw all the police box. Is quite yeah, nice. that's nice that they use a they police, use box police box as an actual police box. Yeah. That's good fun. Yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, so. And it, they've got a good double act, haven't they? They've got a they good rapport. Well, good rapport, yeah. works well. Um, um, and then their, store, their plot collides with the yeah. main plot yeah. as of part two. Yeah. Um, but before that happens, we get. To introduce to Garon Way, who you mentioned at the start, yes, yes, beekeeper, yeah, um, he's a really nice character. He's a lovely character, played so well again by that fantastic actor. Yeah, he does it um, incredibly well. Yeah, um, there is. He's played I, very subtly, isn't it? Very part, subtly. That yeah, char that character is it naturally eccentric yeah. without being ridiculous. Yeah. Um, He's got something of the Doctor about him. Mm. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, he's got that little mischievous twinkle in his he's eye, hasn't he? He's got that twinkle you know? in his eye. Yeah. Yeah, just all that stuff about... Um, when the, he talked the about butterfly. the butterfly yeah, and the beautiful. pupa. Yeah, he that's said, lovely. He, look at the butterfly, it's so beautiful. Yeah. If you saw a pupa, you think it was the ugliest thing you'd ever seen. Yes. But you can't have one without the, the other. other. Yeah. It's just these little lines yeah. that just make this story yeah. sparkle. They do, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's... it's it, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's got... There's some good characters in this There's some lovely character stuff in this. Yeah, yeah. And they're written well. And they're written they're well. Written well. Okay. Um, something we didn't mention about Shimmer on Babies. Mm. Well, you said how wonderful that puppet is. Ah, yes. So throughout the next two episodes, this Shimmer on Baby starts to grow up. Very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, stage two of baby growth is absolutely ridiculous. Yes. Baby in a baby grow. Yeah, with a green... Patchy green, patchy green face. Yeah. It looks so yeah, ridiculous. It's not good, is it? It's, it's not, not good. good. It, is, no. it is quite laughable. Yeah, it is um, laughable, really. But I guess they needed to try and show... So the transition, yeah. didn't they? Um, wouldn't it have just made more sense to have just had a baby grow and not had that head covering? Possibly. Just painted him... Oh, no, but then maybe they would have had to have painted the whole baby's head. That's possibly why that's they didn't did do it. that, yes. Yeah. yeah, and of course, you know, they can't do like a latex prosthetic no, on the baby. No, I don't think so. Not even in the 80s would they have been able to do that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess now they just CGI. Yeah, something they put, over it, they, they put a few dots on his head and mocap it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that is a shame. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, then then you've got the, doc the, the, the doctor is, of course, on high alert because now they know that the Bannermen are on the way. They're on the way. So it's all, um, it's quick. We've got to try and find Delta. Mm. So they're going around all the beauty on, spots. The beauty spots so on the bike. A bit yeah. more sadness for, for poor old Ray. Yeah. Um, what's Mel doing in, at this point? She just... So Mel, uh, what, yeah, what is she doing? Is she not with the... She's just with the cast, the cast of, of Heidi High. Ha the Heidi High cast, that's right. Yeah, yeah she's with them. Because um, it is Heidi High meets Doctor Who. It, it, it is, really, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I think she's with them, isn't she? Um, yeah. Doing just, bits and pieces. She's trying to get them all evacuated, I guess. She is, because they know that the Bannermen are on the way, so she's helping out um, the... Um, 
The guy, isn't he? The driver, yeah. the bus driver. Yeah. Um, yes, because Burton stuff. gets all the human beings gets... on a bus yeah. and they bugger off to wherever. Yeah. Um, and then the the other bus, the proper transport bus for the nostalgia tours, that's been fixed up by the doctor using the crystal that he's grown. Yeah. Um, so it all seems fine. Mm. Uh, until, of course... Yes, tragedy Gav- strikes. Tragedy strikes. Gavrock turns up. Well, Gavrock turns up and blows up the tent of those American guys. Yeah, fantastic. In the uh, most explosions. incredible explosion that you've ever seen for a tent. Yeah, blowing up. it's really good. Um, meanwhile, when he blows up the bus, mm. which you think would be an equally tremendous explosion, yeah. is a bit of a little piffle of a fart. It of is an really in comparison. It is. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, but so. It never really dawned on me until very recently. He wipes it. them all out. He kills all those people. I yeah. mean, Mel obviously makes a big point about it. Of course, it. yeah. But that is so dark mm. in a story that up until this point has been quite, quite jovial, isn't it? Quite yeah. comedic. Yeah. You know, yeah. even the death of the bounty hunter yes. is done with a comical twinkle. It is, yeah. Like, oh, look at his shoes. Yeah. But this is like shit. They've just absolutely obliterated that whole race of people. Yeah, what's that yeah. like? Thirty people yeah. on that bus? Easily. Yeah. It's really, really horrible. Mm. Uh, and again, it just cements how good of a baddie yeah, Gavrock he is. is Doesn't care. Couldn't give a shit. No. Um, yeah. Really, really good stuff. What is weird though, because obviously that's not the cliffhanger. The cliffhanger no. is the Seventh Doctor turns up yeah. to rescue on Mel and Burton. Yeah. With his white flag, his yes. surrender flag. Yeah. Uh, and you have that really good confrontation you between do. the two You do. It's really them. good, yeah. And the dialogue's um, good. Yeah, you, you're, you know, life, what do you know about life, Gavron? Yeah. You know, you, all that stuff yeah. is really, really good. Um, and, uh, I mean, we've obviously talked at length about how good Don Henderson is. Mm. Uh, and, you know, using his prop of the, the meat, mm. spitting it out, you know, I spit on your justice. I think Silv's quite he believable, re- isn't he, in that, yeah, he, in that he scene? Well. He, I think he delivers it well. This story, you start to see more of his doctor you do. as he would become later yes, on. Yeah. You know, he, which First is quite two, funny. he's more comical, isn't he, and clownish, as you yeah. say. Now you see... This one in particular, yeah. you really start to see that. Um, and, and this is a, a very good indication of that Yeah. Uh, in that moment. Yeah. Um, you know, where he, he talks down the villain. Because mm. um, he likes to play his mind games, he doesn't does, he? He yeah. does, um, yeah. It has echo... <laughs> well, or I should say that the scene in Happiness Patrol when he talks to the snipers, yes. you know, that yes. echoes this scene, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's funny, though, you know, the cliffhanger of him, they're walking down the steps and then they hear the guns cock. And he yeah. goes, oh, I think, I, I, may think got... I may have gone a little too far. Yeah, yeah, that's a good cliffhanger. Yeah. Unfortunately, it acts as a bit of a fake-out cliffhanger. Because it does. Then they just walk away. They just walk away and get yeah, on the bike it's and shame, it's fine. Really. Um, do we really think that, given what we've seen... Do you think Gavrock would have really been the sort of person to withhold such treaties as the white flag? No, I don't think so. No, I in think, reality, no, not at all. No, if he's quite happy to kill those the whole load of people on that bus, yeah, I think he'd easily shoot those three people in the back. Yeah, yeah. quite. I wouldn't give a second. Yeah. I think he probably would have to, shot the doctor to, to, coming towards him on the bike. Well, I was going to say to quote uh, Rimmer in Red Dwarf, I'd happily shoot him if he was on the job. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a bit of a bit of a fake out, but yeah. it, it's it's fine. Mm. You know, that is one of the least ridiculous things. Oh yeah, in yeah, the story. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because we have, uh, you know, there's a bit of a run around, isn't there? You've mm. got um, what is the piece of music that Kef McCulloch references? Is it Fight uh, the Bumblebee? Yes. Which is very apt because we're going to have a lot about a lot about bees. Yeah. Really interesting. I like that stuff about how the Delta with her like little things that are oh, yes. implants in her, the solar in her head, thing. Yes, she can pick up the frequency, frequency of yeah. the bees yeah. because obviously bees talk to one another. Yes, um, so that's really clever. Uh, it's a bit of a weird thing that they do. It's a bit of a, a very camp carry on type of slapstick. Yeah. Um, Let's, with the honey, let's do you mean? Set up, on, yeah, yeah, let's set up a trap with the with the honey, yeah, uh, and release the bees. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest, is it? A little bit. It's, it's not, okay. It's not the greatest. It, it, yeah, it, it's it's a bit, dopey. it's a bit, it's a bit silly. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, yeah, but actually, watching it, I thought the way that they did the bees 
Mm. Actually, didn't look too bad. Didn't look too bad, did it? Really? Yeah. No, you know, they looked be like. Yes. It wasn't like they just got little black dots. No, they didn't. Just, you know, they've, yeah, they've, they've they, done they tried it. to do. Yeah, something try and make with it. it. Yeah. Um, but it is a bit strange. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, they go back to. Um, I, I, I watch that scene, and every time I see it, I think all that nice honey is I just know, going to waste. I know. You know. Wrecked in that. Yeah. But yes, yeah. you know. Never that was mind. the 80s. That was the 80s. <laughs> um, yeah, Paul Garongway. Like, he's got all these honeys. I know, from, like, from the 20s. Yeah. I know. And probably before. And yeah, uh, it's all been wasted. Yeah. Well, it's not wasted, I guess. it's. No, it helps. It, it helps save the lives of Delta. Yeah, it does. Daughter. Yeah. Um, as a singer, what do you mm. think of Delta's daughter's singing abilities? Very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah, so good, she can sh- some good high pitches there. She can shatter the windows, she can shatter of, the that, windows yeah. of that place, yeah. uh, the little house. I said to you, we watched it. The only sad thing is, the thing doesn't make sense. It's obviously, she does those high pitches and the windows break, which is, fun, which is fine. Yeah. But then when they do that back at Shangri-La and With he goes the to the loudspeakers... The windows don't get. No. Obviously, they don't want to wreck the bloody bullet buttons, whatever it, the it is. Budget you know, the budget to smash the windows, windows but technically, yeah. I suppose that should have happened. That should have happened. You know, uh, and I think that's a clever way of defeating the the, the, the enemy. The, the enemy. Yeah. You've got her natural singing ability. Yeah. You've got that kind of rock and roll element for Billy because yeah. he's setting up his speakers, which yeah. he previously mentioned um, in part one about yes. how strong they were. He did. Yeah. He, 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 he the dance. Them at the dance. Yeah. yeah. Um, and poor old Gavrock gets uh, atomized. He gets, he does, yes. Uh, because he's put the sonic cone thing as a booby trap in the TARDIS. Which is yeah. a good idea, isn't it? That's a cool idea. Yeah, um, yeah and he falls into his own trap. He hoist does. by his own petard, you might say. To quote Patrick Troughton. Is it? Patrick Troughton says that, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah. What story is that then? Uh, can't well, remember, but I know he says it. Put your quote where your mouth is. Yeah, hoist by his own petard. I'm sure he does. He's he's not, s- he probably does. I was thinking, I think um, the master says it as well. Antony says it in a story. He may, but yeah, I'm Maybe sure. Maybe the king's demons. I, yeah, I, I thought Pat says it in something. Possibly. Um, if you can remember, put it in the comments. Yeah, someone will, someone will I could be wrong, him. of course, but I vaguely um, thought Pat might have said that. I could be completely wrong. Okay, well, yeah. someone will tell us. Someone will let us yeah. know. Um, Yes, and then that's really it, isn't it? He gets blown up. He gets blown up. Um, um, Billy has... Uh, the Bannermen are all... Um, but Bannermen get tied up get with skipping ropes. Get tied up with skipping um, ropes, as, they, as you would. Um, yeah. Uh, and then um, poor Billy... Well, well, not poor Billy. He's been feeding himself... Yeah, uh, those little green capsules. Or yeah, they are, syringes, syringes of uh, baby feed for, yeah. the, for the Shimmeron princess. Mm. Uh, and slowly turns himself into a Shimmeron. Mm. Um yeah, a bit bonkers, isn't it, really? It is, really, but that's what you do for love. That's what you do for love, yeah. yeah. What is it the Doctor says? I noted it. Love has never been known for its rationality. Yeah. That's a really nice L- quote. Nice line, yeah. Um, and that's another uh, scene, I think. Again, you start to see more of Syl's mm. Doctor yeah, yeah. coming through. Yeah, Because there's a more sorrowful, more reflective yeah. Doctor. The tone, uh, isn't the it, tone in that point? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they, they shoot off in their they go off really the spaceship. spaceship. The spaceship work, um, looks really good. It looks all right, isn't it? When they're yeah. flying around yeah. and landing in the, the, the camp and stuff. It's okay. So they go off. They and go of course, off. Billy tells to Ray, look after Vincent, the motorbike. The good motorbike. Which yeah, with does. We did laugh, however, uh, that during the chase oh, the ch- scene, yes. Delta's in the sidecar. And, and the, the child's on the back of the bike, yeah, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, put your daughter in the I know, sidecar. I thought She'd be so. safe. Yeah, a bit weird, that. It is a bit weird. Yeah, what make, also makes me laugh uh, is the they get on the spaceship and Biddy sits down in the chair and he goes, let's let's make this baby fly. Yeah. You know, and he thinks it's going to take off. Like, it is the slowest takeoff <laughs> and it is the like, just, oh, okay, it's like I'm on the bus, you know, yeah. and he's like, it doesn't well, suppose, have the energy. Of, well, I suppose he, it's all alien to him, isn't it? Literally. Well, it is literally alien He's trying to, to work him. out this, this technology, which is completely yeah. alien to him, so it's going to take a little while. True. I mean, he's not flying it, she's flying it, isn't she? Is he not doing anything as well to help out? I don't know what the bloody hell he's doing. Oh, okay, he's just sat there yeah, going yeah. like, ooh, yeah, yeah. let's wait for it. Um, but uh, regardless, I mean, it all, it's one of those stories where everything wraps up Mm. Very nicely. nicely. Yeah. They go off. Ray gets her motorbike, but not her love, of course. So that is not quite her sad. love. Um, Burton's camp is fine, and he Burton's goes. Camp, yes, off. of course, because there's 1950s group. No, they won't. Another group little come along. Yeah, along. so they're, they're going off, and the two 
Americans. They get their satellites. The doctor points out yeah. it's, it's smashed into the sign or to the fence. Yeah. And they have that lovely ending, don't you, with Gromway yeah. looking at the camera or looking up and little wink. Yeah, as, as the, the TARDIS, TARDIS disappears. Yeah. Dematerializes. Um, yeah, it's lovely. Which is why, I, yeah, I like that because he's, he, he, his character feels like he's on a... A bit of another level, yeah. really. Like he's a, this is why what I mean where he's he feels sort doctorish, of doctorish, yeah. Because it's like he's not phased by anything. No, you know he's not phased by aliens. No, he's the not two f- guys are shocked when they see the TARDIS. Yeah, but he isn't. He he just he isn't. Little, you know, yeah. he yeah doesn't nothing bothers him. No, um, you know is he is he a curator? Is he a oh, curator he'd doctor? Be good, he? he would be a good. Mm. Uh, you know, if the if the doctor could become the curator of the undergallery, why not settle in nineteen mm. fifties Wales? With yeah. these bees. Yeah. So there we go. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Yeah. The Goronway adventure, Adventures of Goronway. Mm. How to and his bees. And his bees, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. That's the end. That's Mel the doesn't end. really do an awful lot, does she, in that story? She doesn't really, no. I suppose she doesn't. She sort of plays second much. fiddle. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm trying to think what she does. She doesn't do that much, does she? She doesn't do that much. But, no. you know, it's a good, it's a good romp. Yeah. There's a good bit, bit of action mm. across the whole story. There good is. motorbike chases, yeah. you know, good use of location. Yeah. Um, good use of music, like we've already said. Yeah. Fantastic cast. Mm. Um, yeah, very strong other, cast. Other than Delta. Yeah, other than Delta. The, but the, luckily she doesn't really say or do an awful lot. She doesn't do lot. much, does she? Yeah. Um, the cast are very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a really good, fun story. Mm. Um, and it's really the sort of story that you could imagine... <clears throat> You could imagine it in like the Russell T Davies era, era. The early era. Yeah, yes, you think yeah. this could be a story that Russell would be like, all right, you know, yeah, early think... early on in this series, we'll have a little fun episode. Yes. Um, and you know, it's not the first time Doctor Who has done uh, holiday camp adventures because we had no. the Macra Terra. Yeah, that's set in the holiday camp. Yeah, um, obviously that is completely sinister mm. and creepy. Yes, whereas of this it is, is jovial and light hearted, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It's a it's a good fun story. Yeah. Um, and no, I've always uh, enjoyed it. I've always, I, I've always enjoyed it too. Uh, and I think it's interesting to see how people go with this story because uh, Billy put out mm. on review of review of death Twitter mm. uh, that we were going to be talking about this story. Yeah. So I thought I'd share some of people's thoughts. Oh, go on then. So we can see the the. Oh, in fact, I've just clicked on to Twitter and Mester the Magnificent is actually watching Delta and the Bannerman as a bank holiday treat. Oh. How funny. Uh, and he currently says, one of my favourite Seventh Doctor stories. It certainly seems to have undergone something of a rehabilitation since the 1990s when received wisdom was that it was a real dud. And I, yeah, mm. I completely agree. Mm. It's, it's a fun little mm. story. Mm. Uh, but let's see what other people have mm. to say. Interesting. Because I had a quick look. I've had a sneaky peek already. Um, but uh, I thought it was just interesting how some people really, really thought this is a great fun story. Oh, really? Oh, other okay. people thought this is an absolute pile of shite. Ah. Um, yeah. So, um, lovely TARDIS monkey put uh, a messy story, but all the good plot points to make a really fun and lighthearted. Uh, it's so Doctor Who to want to go to Disney, but ended up mm. at Barry Island. Mm. And it's a shame the plot is a bit lacklustre, but it had its wonderful 1950s charm. Also, Ray is a wonderful character. Mm. I think that's really Fair good. Enough, yeah. um, Andrews said, A glorious mess. The sitcom style of the production seemed at odds with the script, which has some pretty grim moments, which we obviously mentioned. We've mentioned Don Henderson is great and really dribbles threat and evil. Mm. The synth music was great at the time, but now seems really dated and not in a nostalgic way. Fun, yeah. And, f- yeah, fun mm. and frothy in a strawberry milkshake sort of way, not to be taken too seriously. Mm. Yeah, I actually I, think the music works fine. I like the music, yeah. I'm a big fan of the music. There's that really good bit of the Doctor Who theme that we noticed. There's a bit of the theme, yeah, which is lovely. One of the the sort of um, beauty spots. Beauty spots at the end of the scene, isn't it? You hear it, yeah. The The transition. You know, it's a bit like his Latin remix. Yeah, yeah. Or the Batman March theme for Doctor Who action figure reviews. Yeah. I'm surprised Kev McCulloch hasn't come knocking on my door. What are you doing? Sorry, Kev. Ricky of Khan from Sisterhood of Khan says the extended version of the Blu-ray set brings this story to glorious life, in my opinion. Yeah, mm. we enjoyed the extended we did, version. Yes, we didn't um, watch it recently. This time, no, no. We, we we stuck we to the televised, televised version yeah. for this one. 
Um, I mean, I can't really remember it adding an awful lot more to the story. It mm. was really just extended shots yes, and stuff. I think so. Um, and Ken Dodd's supposed to rid plot, ridiculous yeah. over-the-top death. Yeah. Um, Jamie Bates said, pure joy. Um, Deborah Jeminton said, I loved Out in the Bannerman. The tone is really nice for me. It's the best of season 24 by far. Really enjoy it. An underrated gem, in my opinion. Um... So they're quite positive. Really. So that all, Can you find any negative uh, ones? I'm, I'm, I mean, Arbiter of Canon said, doesn't need a reappraisal because it's a fucking banger. Um, well, there but, we go. But Oliver Keith Carter says, I honestly think this is the worst story in the classic series. That is all. The wow. worst story. In the whole of classic Doctor Who. Wow, that is quite, uh, quite a claim. That is quite a I claim. I mean, I think Paradise Towers is much worse mm. for the reasons that we've already stated. Yeah, yeah. Although, like I said, I did enjoy it more mm. when we recently rewatched, re-watched it. it. Yeah. But Richard Breyer's being way too over the top. Um, yes. But I think, I think there are some other worse stories in classic Doctor Who in previous seasons. Yeah? That, don't you think? Hmm. I mean, there's some shit ones, isn't there? Like the Horns of Nyman. We yeah, watched that we, recently. The Horns of Nyman's pretty bad, isn't it? God, that's pretty awful. Yeah. That is pretty appalling. I mean, it's, it's fun to laugh at, mm. but as an actual bit of television, yeah, it's, it's pretty it's poor. Yeah, it's not great, is it? Um, yeah, any other ones that really stick out in your mind as this is a shit Doctor Who story? that really make you long for death when you're watching it. I'm sure there's a few Peter Davison ones. Oh dear. Sorry, Annie. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, there are, he's got a few boring ones, hasn't he? He does, unfortunately. I mean, I know, again, sorry, Annie, because yeah. she really likes Enlightenment. But yeah. I find Enlightenment, enlightenment. Quite, well, there quite, we go. Quite dull. Yeah, hardly Enlightenment. I mean, put you to sleep on But anyway. <laughs> put you to sleep on <laughs> um, Anyway. Uh, yeah, dear. Yeah. Anything from... Oh, my God, Time Lash. Time Lash oh, is an time absolute yeah. stinker. Yeah, of course. Um, That's worse than this one. Oh, God, yeah, so much worse. Well, this guy's saying this is the worst story in classic yeah. Doctor Who, so I'm trying to say, yeah, oh, well, no, you're totally surely right. that is ti- can't time be the Lash case. Time Lash is appalling. But Time Lash does have the Borad, who is very good. He's a great character, yeah. And Paul Darrow is ridiculously over the top. He is, yeah. Um, but there's some really ropey acting. There's that woman in Time Lash, who, whoever she is... The one who ends up like whisk, whisk, I don't really, I really can't remember what that story is no, about. It's I, one of those I, stories I, that yeah. no matter how many times I've watched it, my brain just doesn't take in the plot. No, um, she's like ghosting her way through time. She ends up in HG Wells' house. Uh, that, so one. that one. Oh yeah, yeah, she yeah. She can't act. No, um, uh, no offense. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's so that's, that's a negative one. Any other a, negative ones? Um, uh, seventh Son put. Okay, second to bottom in season 24 for me, behind Rani. I think it's just too fluffy and sunny for my taste. Ah, so he doesn't like all the jovial nature no. stuff. Interesting. And I like, that's actually something that I like. It feels, because it, it, it's one of those rare occasions where it's actually a very sunny mm. shoot. Mm. And it really suits the tone of the story. It does, It feels yeah. like a, it does. a summer holiday Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah. Which is why it's quite strange when you said... It's in oh, November. You know, it's in yeah, November, yeah. because this is the sort of Doctor Who that, again, if it was Russell T Davies, when Doctor Who was on in the spring into yes, the beginning of summer... it would summer, be in that sort of time, wouldn't it? Yeah, it yeah. would fit really well. Um, it does feel like a proper summer mm. holiday, bank holiday yeah, yeah. Doctor Who story. Mm. Draconian Menace said... Oh, they, even in their bio, they put, I will defend Delta and the Bannerman to oh. the death. Oh, right. Gloriously camp, often unfairly dismissed. It's an absolute blast from start to end. Okay, it's no Androzani, Remembrance. Mm. But there are a few serials I can honestly say I have more fun watching. Mm. The worst thing the Doctor Who can be, the Doctor Who can be is boring. And it certainly isn't that. And it is peak Kef. And it is. It is peak mm. Kef McCulloch. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a good review. I want to see if there's... Uh, I mean, really, a lot of people... Are quite saying positive, are they? It's really good. That's good. Um, this person here, Joel Catherine's, years ago I declared it the worst Doctor Who story. So another one. The tonal whiplash bothered me more than anything, and I seriously considered, and I seriously considered why I'm still watching the show. At some point, I'll re- revisit it for ev- re-evaluation because anything that bonkers has to have something going for it. Interesting. Mm. So that was, I guess, like at the time watching mm, it that mm. they were like, "Oh, this is it for me." Mm. Um, 
risk averse, but I remember watching it when it first came out and thinking that it was by a mile the worst Doctor Who story of all time. And I stick by that view. Wow. Tonally bizarre, nonsensical, childish pantomime, and I hated it. Doesn't count as real Doctor Who. Oh. Bum, Sorry, bum, it, bum. it does. Oh, and then someone else agreed by saying, yes, the whole eating alien food turns a human into an alien subplot as well. Good grief. Um, Kendrick said, I hate it. Um, Interesting. Other, a few other people have said, you know, they've gone back to it and mm. enjoyed it. Mm. Um, yeah. Would you agree with that extremely harsh comment about it being... What, I forget. What, oh, what, the one that just said that it was just a tonally bizarre, nonsensical, yeah. childish I don't think it's a nonsensical story. I think no. I mean, all right. Maybe the a eating alien food, turning you into an alien okay. is a bit of a stretch. All right. But, uh, you know, is it any more bizarre than some of the other mad stuff that happens in Doctor Probably Who? Probably not. No. Especially in modern Doctor Who. It, it's quite a divisive story. But it, I, I'm pleasantly surprised to see how many people the have said, yeah. actually... Really like it. It's good fun. Um, mm. And it is. Yeah. I, I, I oh, we enjoyed it, didn't we? We enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it with you mm. when we watched it the other day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you haven't seen it and we've completely spoiled the story for you, um, <laughs> I do apologise. But, you know, go and give it a watch. Mm. Uh, and if it's one of those stories where you think, oh, you know, I, just, I don't really feel it. Yeah. Um, give it another go. Yeah. I think it's one that is, is worthy of a reappraisal. Um, and I think, yeah, coming out of some of the modern Doctor Who stories, which can be quite camp and ridiculous, you know, I don't think no, it's, it's any worse, it's any worse no, than, no, than, I don't think so. you know, than say something like Love and Monsters, which is obviously oh, camp and gosh, ridiculous. I hate uh, that story. I know you hate that story. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Annie, who also likes that story. Sorry, Annie. Um, but uh, there we go. <laughs> mm. So there we go. That was Delta and the Bannerman. And it was good fun. And... Mm. Thank you, Jonathan, for coming in dressed up as mm. Sylvester McCoy. That's fine. Um, it's My always pleasure. a treat to see you uh, dressed up like that. Um, Shall I stand up and give the viewers a Yeah, go on. A give, twirl. Them a, give them a twirl. Shall I? Um, Will they be able to see? Sorry, I've just been... I've been sat, sat on my on, good hanky, have you? Yeah. Sorry. If I'd have farted on it, that would have been even more atrocious, wouldn't it? It would have been atrocious, yeah. Poor um, Syl. There we go. Shall I stand over here? Will people be able to see my... If you stand over there, yeah, that camera should be able to we'll see you. Will it get my you. shoes? Will it, uh, it'll, it'll get your shoes. Or will it get the... Uh... Um, it should do. If I just move that table back a bit. There you are. There we go. There you are. The full McCoy. Full McCoy. Um, there we go. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll have to get you at a convention, walking around, so people can say, can I have a photo, please? Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. We'll see. Well, maybe the security will say, can you get out? <laughs> <laughs> um, Very possibly. Very possibly. Oh. Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, thank you for watching. Um, as ever, you know, if you're enjoying this, tell your friends, tell your buddies. Um, and if you're not, don't worry, I won't be here next week. Billy's back, so Billy's it's fine. back next time. Uh, we're not sure what we're going to be doing next. We've got a few things in the pipeline. Um, it could be something season 18 oriented. Uh, it could be something else. We don't know. Mm. Uh, we have to find out. But uh, yeah, Billy will be back in a fortnight. And um, yes, thank you, Johnny, for coming along. Pleasure. Thank you for having and, me for the last two uh, weeks. That's, yeah, no, it's been great. It's been good fun. And uh, yeah, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Tell your friends, like, subscribe, share it, all that kind of stuff. And see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>